So this is Chad again before the episode uh, to thank some more patrons. Uh, We got another uh, set of patrons on our Patreon since our last recording. So here is a very special thank you. Thanks go out to Jen and Corey. Thank you so, so much for throwing some money our way and helping our little podcast grow. And if you would like to donate to our cause as well and be thanked uh, before an episode, you can go to patreon.com slash chaotic goodness podcast. That's all one word. Thank you so much and enjoy this little bit of chaos. Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where we begin with a mutiny. I'm Kim, your GM, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentoff. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans, like Coral? Featuring our guest, Nick, of the Very Good Adventuring Team. Are you doing, like, like the walk like an Egyptian pose? Let the chaos begin. To episode 77 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. We are back at Spry's Station at SpenCon with our fabulous guest, Nick, a very good adventuring team. Hey, <laughs> The man of a thousand voices. Especially Horace's. Boy, that's good stuff. <laughs> Nobody's babied you like I baby you. <laughs> There's a tagline. <laughs> that that's a name for uh an episode. <laughs> if we you know if we launch him outside we call it baby it's cold outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we got to do that. <laughs> oh my. Hey, that's not nice. Uh, just just plain, you know. You don't need to space the baby. Yeah, Until he that. says not the mama, then it's game over. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you guys know I'm not really a baby, right? Of course, of course. And we also know that really calling a you a baby is a deadly insult to your species. It is. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. <laughs> we are sponsored by World Anvil. Light up the forge. And Die Hard Dice. Roll, Roll with the, the best. best. Oh, that was beautiful. You got it right this Break time. Break Steve's curse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a that's a, actually a great tagline. And if you use our coupon code CONSOLE, you'll get 15% off your next order of dice at dieharddice.com. Oh, that's a thing of beauty. And Steve gets a plus two to his next Break the Curse roll. <laughs> if only that worked. Right? All right. Hey, so, look, you got a two. <laughs> four. <Yep. laughs> Woo! So where we left our space morons last time, um, Gideon was in the middle of essentially a panel with his fans uh, doing a Q&A session. 
Um, our a- anything for my public. That's true. Uh, your new friend Horace. Um, the neonatalite who organized this fabulous meetup, um, went potty. Um, I'm sure he'll be back. Um, he may need to find somebody who can help him with his diapy. I don't know. Spipey? I don't know. No. Spappy? No, no, that's... Mm. Anyway. We may never know. We may never know. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so let's start with, uh, let's start with Gideon. Okay. Doing his Q and A session. All right. Okay, and so we cut into uh, the panel room where Gideon is, and Gideon is just finishing up by saying, "And so that is why you really have to put a firewall on your your flavor enhancing programs on your your protein machines, right, Wade?" That is correct, Gideon. So, um. Sorry, um, um, Mr. Um, Mr. Mr. Gideon. Um, oh, just call me Gideon. It's okay. <laughs> uh, that's just, it's so informal. And we all really look up to you. And um, I was just wondering, um, what, what would you do if you needed to extend the master compression phenomenon? Oh, well, of course, what I would do is I would decrease the length of the solenoid right and then what i would do is i would jack up the power uh you know using uh, a little bit from life support of course to um let's see to 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 vibrate the the crystalline uh, processing core the crystalline processing core <laughs> <laughs> And through use of created editing, I will make it sound like I came up with that myself. You're welcome for my service. <laughs> I love you, Bill. <laughs> Enough with the nicknames already. <laughs> that's that's really incredibly fascinating, Mr. Gideon, sir. And genius. Um, so let's have um let's have a let's have a few more a few more questions around the table. Mr. Gideon Shaw, how do you connect the magnetomic plasma controller to counteract anomalous flux disturbances? You use a Hawkins capacitor. But doesn't a Hawkins capacitor create un- <clears throat> excessive and unintentional uh, interference with other systems? Not if you put it in backwards. Backwards. That was my problem. I'm sorry, I'm nervous. Um, how do you redirect the the accelerated mass accelerator? Very carefully. Next question. <laughs> you don't. This is. A I pro- said next question. <laughs> what? But I don't like my life. Subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> That's good. It's Patreon. <laughs> Mister Nico, perhaps you can help me with a problem I am having. Sure, I'll try. Right. Um, I'm having an issue eliminating the ambient load seal. What would you do in my position? So to to eliminate the ambient load seal, what you need to do is uh oh jeez, what the fuck, you guys? Um, roll a science. Roll, roll a science. Oh yes, I can roll a, I can do a science. <laughs> Who's got the uh rule book? I should have been doing this the whole fucking time. <laughs> it's the same list. Oh, is that doing a science? 
Oh shit! It's right here. The bottom half. That's a whole bunch. What we're reading from. Oh. So to eliminate the ambient load seal, what you have to do is you need to modulate the linear nanite continuum. Are you sure that will overload the system? Not entirely, but, you know, science doesn't come without a few risks. Very true. Very true, Mr. Nyko. These are all excellent questions. Um, Mr. Nyko, um, Gideon, um, uh, um, Gideon, sir, um, do you happen to feel parched? I, I could I could go for for some water, sure. Becky, Becky, get Mister Nyko some water. Did you just order a basic bitch to get me some water? Yes, yes, that's what happened. It's basic bitch water. <laughs> it's sparkling. Brett, TM. No, it's sparkling water. Well, it's sparkling. Water. Mm-hmm. It's it's special, very special sparkling water. Sparrier. Um, no, um. James, where's the sparkling water from and what is it called? The sparkling water brand is located on the planet Searing. Uh, um, kind of like Searing, but with more accents on, or more emphasis on the syllables. Um, yeah, that happened. Embrace it. Um, and it's very high end water because it's so warm and hot there that oftentimes the water evaporates before it can even like it, it just gets fucked up have you ever seen like a bottle of water left in the sun for too long and how it desalinates and just gets fucked up in so, the bottle? so in Same other words concept. this is a super distilled water yeah das uvavasa from das becky the basic of bitches becky is um becky's a, a droid of course she is mm-hmm. what does becky stand for steve Bioelectric computerized kinetic assistant. 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 What? <laughs> Boy, that was <laughs> the assistant. You've never heard of this. What is wrong with you? How dare you insult Becky? Should be ashamed. No, no, assistant. That's that's the uh, the Plutonian language, which is a lot like English, except it has a few differences. We are not Plutonian. They really like the letter Y. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's why they spell Pluto with a Y. Um. So, uh, James and Chad, can you give me perception rolls? I don't know. For sure. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. So uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to roll dice or, or what my dice pool is. Could you educate me, Game Master? <laughs> For... Uh, so perception. What am is... I supposed to roll again? What system are we using? We're using what's old is new. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just getting some revenge. You go right ahead. <laughs> Victory. Just two dice. Revenge away. You're only playing Uncharted Worlds. Right. Oh. <laughs> I actually have nothing for perception. So uh, good job. We're it just is... going to go off my intuition. Intuition and um... since I am a prodigy, I. Do have the ability to switch out uh, one intelligence skill for another. So instead of uh, intuition, I will be using logic. That gives me four dice. Solid plan. Hashtag fancy. Yep. Wow. I got eighteen. You did very well. How about I got eighteen also? I'm a genius. You both got an eighteen. So you feel um, a little bit of a vibration 
Ooh. In the floor. Just It just strikes you as slightly unusual. No one else in the room reacts. What about around the tree? Does anyone around my tree while I'm reading my paper with the hole in it react? You sound like a druid. They're just... <laughs> He's like speaking, a dryad. He's speaking Druish. He's a space dryad. I, I speak dryad. <laughs> um, people are just walking up and down the hall. They're they're talking to each other. Can I see any visual indicators that there's a vibration, or is it just a feeling that I had? Like, are the pictures moving and shit? Because otherwise, I might think I'm. They're mounted to the wall beyond what would make them shake. Okay, is the tree rustling at all? Yeah, the leaf. Yeah, the leaves kind of. Twitch just just for the briefest moment. That's not ideal. Hmm. Since nobody else reacted to this, I what I'm going to do is uh, when Becky comes in with the water, I'm going to stand up and walk towards her and get the water, so I am no longer sitting in the same spot I was. Mm-hmm. You and your science. So um, Becky comes back in with uh, with a tray and um, several bottles of the uh, sparkling water. You are a very efficient assistant. Many thanks, sir. I grab some hydration and I drink it. It's delicious. Mm. It's very cold. This is super distilled water. Mm-hmm. It like goes through me like a laser beam. Zero electrolytes. Yes. <laughs> Zero everything. It has nothing plants crave. <laughs> I hope you remembered your spipers. If it goes right through you, I mean. Well, I mean, not that fast. Not that fast. Oh, well, that's. While I take a break, I'll let Wade field some questions that other people probably have. And Oh, yes. Yes. We would like to talk to Wade. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Wade. You are welcome. What is it like when your um, when you focus your phase diagnostic filter um, when you are trying to access the ship's um, steering capacity. The closest approximation I could say it is, for the point of view of an organic being, would be that it feels like receiving a sheet lightning enema. It is not pleasant. Next question, please. The people in the room are um, just chattering amongst each other and um, trying to think of more questions for you. Okay. And... Um, the vibration that you felt before uh, becomes a little bit more intense um, where there's there's a little bit of a sound involved now. It's like a thump. So while everyone is distracted by talking to Wade, I'm going to pull out my uh, my engineering scanners and I'm going to start scanning around for, I don't know, like the, where the where the mysterious vibrations are coming from. Okay. So are you... Just standing there and, I don't know, waving the scanner around or are you walking around? No, I'm going to go, like, with them not looking, I'm going to go somewhere where I can be unobserved and just kind of, you know, scan around, just Mm -hmm. wondering what that is. Yeah. Um, So you um, walk around the room and the uh, the scanner is, um, it doesn't pick anything up right away. Um, but then there's another thump and it's a bit louder. And this time the people in the room start to notice. Um, and they're like, you know, when there's uh, when there's like a little earthquake tremor and yeah. you st- kind of question yourself whether you actually felt it or not. And you're kind of, you know, looking around. So everybody's sort of, you know, looking around to see 
what's going on. And your scanner is uh, definitely picking up vibrations. Yeah, I'm switching it to the seismograph. I'm trying to find uh, the epicenter. The thumping starts to become a little bit more rhythmic, kind of like very heavy footfalls. Um, and the the people in the room are, are growing more concerned uh, by the moment because why would there be footfall vibrations yeah. on the ship? Can my scanner pick up the direction that these whatever is causing this is coming from? Um, it's coming from towards the center of this floor of the station. Yeah, I see everybody getting disturbed by this. And I just tell them, so... Everyone, just stay calm. Just stay here. I'm going to go see what, what all that vibrating is. What What should we do? What should we do? Oh, help us. Just, We're so worried. Stay with us. I think you guys might be okay. I just want to go check it out because I'm picking up some vibrations coming from outside of this room. We're so scared. Oh, you'll be fine. Just block the door when I leave. Block the door? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> it's it's you. See. Stop walking so fucking heavy. <laughs> I may or may <laughs> not see a hen talk. Um, I don't know. Roll roll perception. As the footfalls get louder and louder. Twelve. Twelve. So with a twelve, um, considering how well Hentall is hiding, uh, you see him right away. Hey, I had eighteen on my stealth roll. Oh, well, that's that's true. But I mean, if you if he's coming down the hallway and you are behind the tree, he would walk up behind you. You would get a two dice bonus since you're coming from the other direction. My arms are holding different leaves. I'm in an awkward dryad mating position. I know dryad. They speak through body shape. It's fine. Yeah. With the extra two dice for walking up behind you, I got a 22. Well, you see me doing this. And it's fascinating. With a paper stuck in the tree right here. And I'm looking at my unopened bottle of, of whiskey going, I haven't had enough of this for that to make sense yet. Oh, come on. You've walked in on Hental doing much stranger things. Shh, Zeke, you're going to give away my position. I don't think I'm going to be the one doing that. I'm super well hidden. I saw you immediately. Because you're coming at me from behind. Yeah, that's not He's the first coming time at me. said that. From the front. Also not the first time you've said that. Don't you judge my life choices. I don't. I feel judged. You're not. Drop my arms and step out of the potted plant. As you step down, there's a very heavy footfall on the other side of the wall where you are, Hentall. And it knocks you down. Whoa! I'm going to stand up and storm into the room that our tiny baby friend walked into with his little... Baby buggy Don't thing. say baby. That's racist. He might be a monster. I'll say it. So, Nick, what do we see? What does Hental see when he opens the door? So, it, if I can uh, improv a little bit on the scenario, I feel like I've been moving steadily closer to the door, and as a hand is nearly upon it, I feel like I kick the door open to enter back into the hallway. It's not a baby foot either. When you when you kick the door open, um, Hental goes flying. <laughs> and uh, what does he see? What comes out the door? He sees a gigantic mech suit with a tiny little baby person. I have changed my onesie, by the way. I don't know why I felt this was appropriate, but I changed from my uh, lime green uh, with footy pajamas into it's 
It's a little uh, camouflage tank top that's just adorable on me. And, and I have tiny, tiny little black leather fingerless gloves on. <laughs> and a diaper. In order to win war, you need to become war. Uh, and if I, if I can go one step further, the first thing I want to do, because I see in my inventory that I have a smoke grenade, I want to kick that door open and fire the smoke grenade at the plant where I believe he was hiding behind. Where Zeke is now. <laughs> Zeke's gonna get smoked! <laughs> that is not a moving target. Um, so you aim the uh, the mech suit's grenade launcher straight down at that potted plant and, and fire your smoke grenade. And uh, suddenly the entire hallway is full of smoke and what color is the smoke uh the smoke is there's actually uh if you if you picture like the, the you know like those tear gas canister sort of things where the smoke comes out of the two sides the one side is is like a very gentle pastel blue and the other side's a very gentle pastel pink that's beautiful I like it. and let's so describe your uh neonatalite mech suit what what would what would a neonatalite's mech suit look like it's, you know, it's like surprisingly intimidating for looking like it's made out of balloon animals. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's some like crazy futuristic semi-transparent steel, but it looks like it's made of balloon animals. And there are puppy stickers everywhere. They're like, you know, they're like reinforcement uh, padding. Because this, this suit of armor, I think you guys can tell, has seen a lot of usage. Uh, this is no, uh, this is no rookie soldier. This is a veteran, and every one of those puppy stickers is covering a, a laser burner, a bullet hole. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks like, it looks like a giant balloon sculpture with puppy stickers all over it. Mother of God! <laughs> I'm actually kind of frightened now. <laughs> is is Gideon actually in the hallway? By the way, as he made it out to the hallway. Um, I don't. I I believe Gideon was walking towards yeah. the door. Yeah, I was going towards where the vibrations were coming from. So whenever you say I'm there, I'm there. Um, so let's have um Zeke and Hental and Horace roll. And you know what? Let's have Gideon roll initiative. Let's find out when you walk through the door. I don't like this game. Because you keep getting your ass kicked. <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. How'd you do? I'm not a fighter. I'm not even a lover. Where's Rin I when you need her? I think you're a lover. Rin is eating spurky legs on the badger as it gets uh, modified. Oh, I was shopping still. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, so what do we got? I have 15. I got 13. I also got 13. I got four. Hental's been practicing fighting more, so... <laughs> Practicing getting his ass beat more by being victimized and tormented by Ren. So is the giant mech suit actually the same size as Ren? No. No, it's it's as tall as about oh, I don't know, three three average humans. Oh wow, okay. Or, or two Rens. She's not that tall. You underestimate her height. I guess so. When you're scared of her and she's jumping out of corners and doors to beat your ass, she's like nine feet tall. That must be terrifying for Hental. I'm seeing a therapist for it. It's fine. She looks big when you're lying on the floor. Also true. <laughs> also, when your That's eyes are blackened wrong. and swollen and obscuring your vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so Horace gets to go first. Uh, okay, so as I assess the the combat situation around me, so I've launched that smoke grenade. That, that smoke's going out. 
Um, so am, am I aware of Zeke? Uh, entering the scene. I'm not like really trying to hide. You're probably screaming because your your lungs are full of smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Screaming, coughing, I would imagine trying to uh, pick Hental up off the floor. Well, I got kicked away from the door. He's Mm -hmm. still behind the tree. Yeah. So So, I would have to move towards Hental. Yeah, you'll have to. Yeah, that'll be on your turn then. Would he think that Zeke is me now? I'm obscured by smoke. He got a really high roll. I think he can probably okay. tell the difference between you two, okay. even though you're weirdo humans. I'm just humans. trying to throw my pain and suffering off on the Zeke. You can try. No. I appreciate that it's about you. I love. Yeah, I know. I yeah, you love Gideon. Yeah, so you see you see the two of them in the hallway, and lots of screaming humanoids and other species uh, running towards the center of this level, trying to get away. I uh, I need to capitalize on my situation as soon as possible because uh, I can't imagine that I have permission from the, the overlords of this station to do what I'm doing. So uh, I would like to... Was, was your first hint kicking down the door or firing the smoke grenade? Probably the smoke grenade. I feel like it takes two for me. Um, so if Gideon has not made it out into the hallway yet, and it sounds like he hasn't, uh, I'm going to make my way back towards room 208. Um, my intention there being bust open the door and uh, and grab my prey. Get some. So yeah, so that would be that would be your move. Going towards the door, throw open the door, and uh, Gideon would Gideon would now see the suit and all of the people inside start to scream. I was on my way out, so I mean, would I be already be out in the hallway when he came in, or am I still? You're still in the, the room, room okay. walking towards the door, probably with your hand extended towards the doorknob. So this big. Neonatal mech suit comes busting through the door. Yeah, opens the door and is re- is getting ready to walk in. And oh shit! Mm-hmm. tall. I am gonna simultaneously run at the because you said this suit is like three people high. Mm-hmm. It's like fifteen feet, right? Um, Average person five and a half, five five and a half feet. Closer to twenty or more. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. super tall. Two stories. That is rather heighty. I'm going to run at it while contacting Rim on communications. And, and like, Rin, Rin, we need Lady Boner up here time now. There's a giant mech suit trying to kill Gideon. I look at my hands. I'm holding cheese in one hand. I'm looking at base layers in the other. I'm at, like, some survival store. Now? It's a mech suit. Don't they dress up at these things? No, this is real. He kicked down a door, shot a smoke grenade, and is trying to kill Gideon. I'm getting ready to jump on the back of it at this moment. And you know how much of a, like, weakling I am. Kind of sounds like a party to me, but okay. Yeah, for you, for those of us that can't fight, it's not. It's terrifying. Tell me where to go. We're at room 208 on third floor? Third floor? Third floor. That makes sense. It's European. Come on. They start on floor zero over there. It's one of those baby people. Okay. And then I'm going to run and try to climb on the back of the mech suit up he to said the top. baby. Okay. Um, did, did I hear baby, by the way? He wasn't being quiet about shouting baby. But I also wasn't screaming it. And he's focused on his prey, not on the, the gnat that's about to climb on his back. Do a perception roll. Let's see if you hear it. God, I missed D20s. That's a lot of fucking dice I hear. <laughs> I'm just rolling them together really good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about a thing. Perception roll, 87. I see into your soul. Uh, 25. Is that enough to see through a soul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You heard it loud and clear. You are so 
like on alert for that word that it just stands out. Um, and you go up behind and do you have any kind of climbing skills? Let me look at my very limited social skills. I have zero G. Wait, can I use teaching? Cause you're gonna teach him a lesson. <laughs> I am. <laughs> can I use a skateboardist? No, you're not escaping anything. You're climbing up I'm his I'm escaping butt. his line of sight by climbing onto his back. I've tried desperately. I have no climbing skills whatsoever. Just go with strength. <laughs> or perhaps agility. <laughs> Whichever one is higher. Okay. Uh, you made these choices. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm going to burn my last luck die here. Okay. Hoping for the best. Hope for that six. For lots of sixes. Not a one. Um, I fail. I fail. I got a seven. Eleven. I got you an got 11. an eleven. Yeah, this is a moving mech suit, um, and there's a lot of puppy stickers that are kind of uh, slick. It's hard to get a grip on it. So, so you sort of like, did you use strength or agility? I use agility. All right. So you try to like leap up onto it. Yes, of course they are. Sure. So you sort of try to leap up onto it, and you smack into it and slide back down to the ground. <laughs> Does it make that squeaky noise that like it makes when you try and make a balloon animal? Like it's like. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Zeke? So it's all, it's all balloon animal looking, but there's no like exposed, obvious control or anything electrical panel. It's all of that is internal. The, the, the control panel, by the way, is made up entirely of, like, very springy, like, rubber-looking things that I'm just mashing with my little baby hands. Oh, he can say baby, but I say it! <laughs> uh, no? <laughs> Rin's paying for the stuff. I will cough a lot, and uh, I am that not... That smoke, that purple yeah. and blue, or pink and blue smoke. Yeah, I'm not prepared for this. So I'm just gonna, is, does Hental look like he's okay? He just ran face first into the butt of a mech suit. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, it didn't feel good. He doesn't look any different than he usually does. <laughs> hey, boo, that's mean. You're, I'm not there. Yeah, you are. You're on the other side of the mech oh, bot that's from me. Right. Yeah, you saw him kind of slide down in between the, the back of his legs. I'm just gonna prepare for Medical medical necessity. So you take you take your first aid kit out of your pocket? Yeah, pretty okay. much. All and right. my medical scanner. Yeah, that oh a medical that sounds helpful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how is the health of the baby in the mech suit? Did you say that out loud? No, I thought it okay. to myself. <laughs> because Zeke is the space racist. Spacist. <laughs> right. Uh what what does Gideon do? So I, I see Hensel get hurt trying to jump on this thing, right? Nobody hurts my bro. Uh oh. Gideon's mad. I'm gonna so communicators on. Rin, can you hear me? Yeah. You hear a lot of screaming in the background. And and squeaky noises. While while I'm while I'm talking, I'm trying to avoid getting grabbed by this big thing. But I'm like, Rin, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to get to the badger. I need you to go into the cargo bay, and there's an orange crate I need you to pick up and bring to me. Orange crate. 
cargo bay. Yes. So don't go to room 208. No, no, do that after floor. you pick up the crate. It's got a big sign on it that says the football. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rin, come on. This thing's I, about no, to grab wait. me. I, I, I need... I, sh- I, I don't need the delivery to the ship anymore. I'm, I'm going to carry it. Yeah, a bag. That would be great. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, so whenever you can, just just hurry on up up here, please. Okay. Thank you. And bring the sword, too. Um, so I'm going to try to avoid getting grabbed. So saying this, um, I don't know if that took up an action or anything, but the only other thing I have, I pull out the only defensive weapon I have, which is my electro arc, which is like a, a short-range taser. And I, I look as like, Horace, what are you doing? Are you gonna? You're seriously gonna try and fucking tase a baby? Not yet. <laughs> but I'm sorely tempted. Don't tease no, me. Bro. I have I have the taser out, and I'm assuming like you're trying to like grab me and stuff. So I'm like dodging out of the way, and I'm like, what are you trying to do? What do you want? I thought we were cool, man. Is it back to me at this point? You can you can communicate. I can respond. Brief sentences. Uh, so Horace is gonna respond back with like, "We, we. It turns out you have a very big bounty. It turns out, it turns out you have a very big bounty on your head, and I'm going to claim it. And as that's being said, a gigantic like." baby arm sized cigar gets pulled out and he takes a huge pull off of it and blows it in your face and says take me to Wade no (laughs) (laughs) how do you like them apples oh 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 oh, it's on now and I am so I am going to try to run the fuck out of this room and, tr- and and try to intercept Rin. So I'm going to try to get the close the gap between me and her as fast as possible because I need to get to the football. Okay. Um, so on your next turn, in order to do that, uh, we'll see what Horace does, but you would have to run between the legs of the mech suit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, on to Rin, who is running, running to the Badger. That's okay. With all so, of her bags. Yeah, there yeah. is. Um, She's still unencumbered. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> elbowing people out of the way. Oh yeah, elbowing people, and there at this point, there are alarms going off. Um, so there's you know flashing lights in the hall and a and a siren, um, and you are you know pushing people out of the way, and um, all the elevators are full. Because people are trying to come down, and so you're like a salmon swimming upstream, trying to get yeah. in the elevator. It's a convention. Why would they take an elevator? Is this like is this like the post bomb scene in the Fifth Element? Like, there's one guy that's in the middle of the crowd. It's like everybody stay calm, stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, I like the cut of your jib, sir. <laughs> I take the stairs. All right. So you're running up the stairs like two or three at a time. Um, easily make it up to the top floor where uh, where the badger is in the hangar. Um, it's it's almost done. Um, and the, uh, the cargo door is open. 
And inside, uh, you see uh, Flossie practicing the moves of the latest dance routine you've been working on. Um, it's a it's a Sprismus number like a it's um, the sugar plum fairy dance from the Nutcracker, um, and the you know the bubble cannons are going and the music is on and there's like lights everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it looks you know it looks pretty good. She's she's been working on it. I'll I'll drop the bags and um, look for this orange crate. It's not difficult to find. It's orange. It's literally emergency supplies. I put down the bags and I see the orange crate. Oh, hey, Rin. Hi. What you doing? Um, Gideon needs this orange crate. I guess he's being attacked or something. What? I, I don't know. They, they're, you hear the alarms? Well, I mean, yeah. You know, I didn't know what they were for. There's usually alarms whenever we land somewhere, so I got used to it. I mean, everybody seems a little bit upset, but I mean, it's a it's a convention. I don't know. I kind of figured. he thinks that the space station equivalent of the cricket at this. Point. I thought he was being over dramatic about some cosplay or something, but maybe maybe he, there's something to this. But he wants this crate, huh? So, I don't know. You want to come with me? Yeah, I'll help. Okay. Sure. How big is this crate? Uh, Ren can carry it with no problems. Off you go. You pick up the crate with little effort and uh, start running back down the stairs. So we are back to Horace. Uh, so what I would like to do at this point, so I, I'm definitely, you know, I, I don't want to be a, a jerk here, but uh, I'm not really concerned about Hentel behind me. Hey. Hey. So I'm going to take my mech suit and, um, you know, I have a blistering array of weapons upon me, but really what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to capture. So I'm not exactly sure which of these things that I would roll for, but I would like to reach out my two gigantic balloon mech arms and try to grasp Gideon in a bear hug. Uh, and if I could be really successful in my ideal world, I've got a set of handcuffs in my inventory, and I'd like to get those onto Gideon. And ideally, I'm not handcuffing wrist to wrist, I'm handcuffing wrist to ankle. Mm. Okay. So that's that's like my dream world. Tell me what I gotta roll to make that happen. Alright, so um, I would do, um, in this case, probably like uh, agility and tactics. Agility and tactics, I can do. I'm into it. That right there is going to be a 22. Woo! There's a lot of good rolls in there. I'm going to try to dodge that. You get a plus 1d6 for being near me. I do. Oh, wait, this goes against my defense, doesn't it? So... I guess I would add a 1d6 to my defense then. So this is a melee defense, right? I got a 19. That's, yeah, I did. However, I have an exploit called Lucky Escape. Oh, snap. Once per day, I can ignore all damage from a single attack. I guess that would also mean like grapples and stuff. Absolutely. Like I would get really lucky. He tries to grab for me, but I duck and roll at just the right time to where he misses me and I get between his legs. Yep. So you, um, in a very dramatic tuck and roll, um, there's definitely a squeal mixed in. <laughs> exactly. 
you, you dive uh, right down uh, in between his legs, and unfortunately, your exit on the other side is blocked by Hental on the ground, rubbing his forehead. So I ram right into Hental, and we land into a pile. So on now other. you're in between his legs in a pile on the floor. You know, if he's if he's going for trying to get between my legs, I am just gonna say that I have a pretty good carousing skill. Well, so does Hental. So do I. <laughs> How you doing, you big diaper baby? <laughs> so you're into diaper play, huh? You can be my little anytime. So, unfortunately, it's Hental's turn. Um. I am going to try to antagonize our diaper baby friend. From the floor? I'm going to get up and start, like, you know, start moving away from him and try to get him to come after me as opposed to head tall by throwing out uh, every neo... As Gideon? Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Um, By throwing out every neonatalite slur I have, I'm going to call him a tantrum-throwing toddler. I want to say, like, your diaper's full of bullshit, much like your breath. There's whatever I can come up with. Um... You're so immature, you can't even wipe your own ass. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, you pathetic, you know, toddling little fuck? Wow. Shit like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, that would be like an intimidation, I think. Sure. Yeah. Bring on the intimidation and the charisma. Where's the aggro button? Right? <laughs> um, but before I do that, I'm going to take a sip of my flask and recharge my luck. Ha <laughs> ha. So now I have luck. So wait, so let me just stand up for a second. Oh, that hurt, Gideon! Take a swig from my flask and insult a baby. Yes, a baby in a giant mech suit. Are you my uncle? <laughs> I think he's everybody's uncle. <laughs> James is everybody's drunk uncle. <laughs> Drunkle. <laughs> Drunkle James. Thirty-seven. To intimidate the fuck out of the baby. You you give Horace pause, and he is furious. Like if steam could come out of his ears, it would. And then and I run away. Yeah, he pauses for a moment, and and is not sure what to do. That was nobody's ever talked to him like that Vicious before. Vicious mockery. The greatest bard spell. And you get up and run away. I'm gonna if I can if I notice he's gotten I've gotten his attention and he's gonna like you know come at me as it were bro I'm gonna then run away if he doesn't follow me I'm gonna keep it up and try to get him to follow me as opposed to Gideon. All right. My goal is to get him to chase me. Okay. Because nobody so, goes after my boo. Yeah. Well, I mean he he's got a little while until it's his turn. So. I will. You gonna run? Ready in action then. Okay. Uh, Zeke. <laughs> hey, if you have any speed, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take this pill. Yeah, no, I was prepared for that. Oh, you were prepared for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, combat enhancement drugs. <laughs> he runs past, and I go, take this. So, so wait, 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 wait. So, so Zeke, at the beginning of the day, knew that we were coming to a uh, an engineering fandom convention, and so packed pockets full of combat enhancing stimulants and other drugs. Yeah, so as Hental runs by, you, um... Take this! <laughs> you toss them into... Well, let's, um... Uh, no, let's no, 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 no. Even better, I fire them from an auto-injector. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> so make an, make an attack roll. 
because you're attacking his face with your medication. Like every single level that we we get in this game, Steve becomes more like the like the medic from Team Fortress. I'm gonna have two dice for agility. Can I use my medicine? Sure, agility and medicine. Let's agility go and that. medicine. Yolo. Let's go with that. Because he knows exactly where to put the needle. And then I get one dice for because Hental's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? It's like a blowgun, and you put them in there, and you. <laughs> yeah. We're going low tech. Oh yeah. Fifteen twenty. My my range defense is eleven, so you defeat it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, right into junk. his open mouth. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gideon, it is now your turn. So since I'm, I have everyone's communicators kind of hard hardwired into my system. Uh, can I see where Rin is? Um, Rin, do you have that uh, option turned on on your com? I don't think she knows about that option. Gideon would like to know your location. <laughs> Except, <laughs> yeah, that comes up on your on your on your com. So I have two questions. So one, like, how close is she? And two, uh, so you're running up the stairs. Down the stairs. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're coming down the stairs to me. Okay. Um, hmm. Quick question then. If she's coming down the stairs and we're out in, like, the central area, like, is it like a big spiral staircase? Like, all the floors are open? Uh, no, it's not open. It's an enclosed. Okay. So, it's, okay, so yeah. we, I have to wait for her to get to me. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to run in her direction then. Like, try to get to her as fast as I possibly can. All right. So you are in between Horace's mech suit legs. Yes. So you, let's uh, have an agility roll to see if you can navigate that. I have an idea. Well, so that, that was one question. The other question I have is I'm looking around very quickly. Like, I'm looking for, like, a control panel for, like, the floor, something that... Uh, might have the controls for, say, like the gravity on the floor? Um, that's not going to be here. That'll not be here. in a control room. All right, so I'm just going to haul ass and run towards Rin then. All I right, fa- I found let's see the, that agility. I actually found the drug combo in the book. Oh, did you now? Yes. It's a combination strong booster and reaction enhancer. So he gets 1d6 extra to his initiative for an hour and 2d6 to um, his agility attribute for five minutes. But after that, you're going to get a minus 2d6 penalty to your agility. Right. Perfect. And and with the as the high wears off, you'll have to make an addiction. Sweet. So uh, roll that d6. Let's see if your initiative goes above Horus. Uh, four on top of what it was, 13, 17? Uh, yeah. So it's 21 now. Yep, you, you no, bumped up. No, it was up. 13. Now it's 17. Oh, yeah, and his Never was mind. 16, yeah? Wow. Yep. You got faster. Okay. So I'm just rolling my agility Ooh. to get away. Plus 2d6. I am going to spend okay. a luck point. <laughs> Not surprised. Ooh, six. Oh, God. Oh, my. 14. Um, That's a lot of ones. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, you try to get up and get away... Um, but the, uh, one of the bands of the, uh, the balloon on the back of the leg, uh, you, you get your foot caught in it and, uh, you fall back down to the floor. Yeah. 
So does does that count as all of, both of my actions? Probably. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, because you were prone. So. Okay. It is now Rin's turn. You have arrived on their floor. I have arrived. Mm-hmm. You can see um, a lot of uh, pink and blue smoke in the hallway, and a great I pink and blue. <laughs> yeah, a great big. Um, Walking balloon animal. I mean, really, is is what you could describe it as. Interesting. I'm going to plop the crate down. Gideon, I have your box. Throw it! Oh, my God. At me! <laughs> Go ahead and throw Okay. Make an attack roll. Um, what do I use since I just... I, I don't, all I have is for my uh, weapons. So yeah, do I just do? Uh, like a, like a pistol attack. I don't have a pistol attack. I have my Shotgun, own, rifle. which have bonuses and stuff. So what yeah, do there I, you go. Um, do so I do? does the crate have bonus? I mean, do I get bonuses? No, the- just your, your arms. So uh, like a strength and some sort of uh, ranged weapon. Or like a, okay. like a... I don't have anything range, so... You use a shotgun, so we'll give it... We'll add, like, two two dice for that. Well, a shotgun is lower than my strength. You're adding them. Strength plus shotgun? Yes. Poor Gideon. She is the game master. Because I say so. You're throwing it as hard as you can. 44. Uh-huh. You throw that crate so hard... My question then is: Is she throwing it perfectly at me? Like, is it go- is it going to hit me? You specifically said yes. throw it at me, and okay. we all know Rin is very literal. So, the reason why I wanted her to throw it at me is because on this crate is a button on the outside. I'm hoping that she throws it at me, and I can just punch the button as the box gets to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm going with a luck roll. So I just used a luck point, so that's three luck. Oh, I well, mm. I Does can donate a luck Pentals, die. Oh, you can donate a luck die? Awesome. Can you donate more than one luck die? That'll be all my luck. Trust me, you want this to happen. Hey, GM, can I donate two luck die? Sure. I'm out of luck. I'm curious. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on. Oh, Joe. Wow. I used it luck. A it's a crit. 18, 19, 20, 26, wait, 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 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 33. So punch the button. Yeah. So you, you do take a little bit of damage. Oh, um, that's okay. Cause this thing is very heavy and she hurled it very yes, hard. Yes, it is. But in this like magical space opera moment, it comes flying at you and you sort of like lunge up at it and aim right towards that button and it explodes on you. Um, Rin, Let's do, let's do some damage. Okay. Oh, yeah. Shit. Let's okay. do two d six, five. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the crate shatters. Um, you know, it, it. You have a few cuts. It's not terrible. Wait, is this uh, uh, bypassing my soak? What is your soak? Four. Uh, it does not. Okay. So, okay. 
Okay, so do I get to describe what happens? Yes. So I hit the button on the crate, and the crate uh, comes apart, and it starts forming around me, more kind of like uh, in Iron Man 2. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, this mech suit just forms around Gideon, and uh, yeah, he stands up, and uh, the systems come on, things whine, engines kind of, uh, weapons kind of spin up, as this uh, mechanical voice uh, announces its presence and says, Alpha Badger 2 online. <laughs> so now there's Nikolai Tesla is in a mech suit and he turns around and faces the baby inside a balloon animal mech suit. <laughs> and then Gideon just looks at the guy. He tries, he, so he knows that. Hental actually helps sway a lot of battles by saying something intimidating at the perfect moment. And so Gideon does his best. He says, I'm about to kill you with science. <laughs> I think. That was, so in the midst of all the drama, Flossie comes um, running up or running down the stairs behind Rin and looks at this scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, Amazing. <laughs> um, where are the glitter cannons when I need them? Well, right. Uh, let's see if she sees Gideon inside the suit. Nikolai Tesla has come back, and he's in a mech, and he's pissed off. <laughs> Tesla's revenge. One hand goes into the air, shaking a fist. Yeah, just remembering the episode of the robot chicken. Revenge! <laughs> oh my god, that was a thing. Oh my god. Tesla's revenge. Oh, we have an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes we do. So, um, Flossie does see um, Horace and Gideon inside the mech suits. Um, Gideon looks uh, pretty pissed off, I imagine. She's, you know, feeling the feeling the emotions of the room. Oh, no, I think the primary emotion Gideon is feel, feeling is pants-shitting terror right now. I see. Okay, so if Gideon is scared, that makes Flossie really protective, and she totally goes into fight mode. And so she is going to... Crawl into the flossy cannon. No. <laughs> no, that's what Gideon's telling you. I made a flossy cannon. There's a... <laughs> no, I'm joking. There's a there's a flossy cannon? No, no. Okay, good. It's Not called yet. the torpedo tube. It's the called the airlock. Torpedo tube? Let's <laughs> walk in here. All right. Will it I launch see. me? Oh, yeah. Um, I need for um, Horace to give. Uh, I let let's uh, Horace's mental defense. I have here. Flossie is going to make a side blast attack against Horace. Try to hurt his brain. Hurt his baby brain. Hurt that wee little baby brain. I'm mostly brain. Uh, she rolled uh. 19, and she's not... What's the distance for Hental's um, extra die? It's 30 feet. Okay, so if she's down the hall, that's more than 30 feet. So no bonus for that. Um, she does not get past your mental defense. So he shakes it off, and um, her jaw kind of drops like, oh, fuck. 
whoa, what is this thing? Um, and she uh, she starts to advance down the hallway towards the action. Um, and we are on to Hental, who is on combat speed. Combat speed, but I've, I'm now aware that uh, Gideon is in his mech suit. Mm-hmm. You're very aware of that. Sweet. It was very obvious. When I saw the giant orange crate fly by. Fly me. past you, you turned around and looked. Uh, can I roll to try to intimidate uh, baby boy out of this uh, this uh, course of action he's about to undertake? Go for it. All right. So I'm going to stop where I'm at now that I've like heard all the explosion and Gideon go, ah, and then like yell and try to talk shit. I'm going to stop and I'm going to put down my little shopping bag and I'm going to pull out the boom box and sit on the ground and just kind of <laughs> stare at him. And then I'm going to turn around, turn it back to him, and I'm going to put on a uh, purple and yellow cowboy hat with some tassels on it, and then a purple and yellow jacket with tassels down the arm, and then some stunner shades with the word macho written across the <laughs> I see you've been to the Macho Man Museum. <laughs> Who hasn't, brother? <laughs> What do you say? I'm going to hit play on the boombox and it's going to drop a quote unquote sick beat. I'm doing air quotes with it. I don't know what the beat is. We can figure that out later. Uh, um, Chad will edit it in post. I'm, I'm sure, sure he will. Something that fits. <laughs> but all in Macho Man voice. Um, and bear with me. This is the first time I've attempted this one because I had to design for Red and now I have to modify it. I see. So- <laughs> <laughs> You're about to battle Gideon Nyko. He's going to take your toy apart like a Tyco. <laughs> you call yourself Horus. That's what you said. He's about to introduce you to the real god of the dead. You little bedwetting, thumb-sucking freak. Gideon's going to end your ass with a shriek. Hensel, <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. It's because I love you, boo. <laughs> You know, you, you guys really wouldn't be able to see me bowing in the webcam, but I want to bow in the webcam. <laughs> do I get any bonuses to an intimidation check for that? Yeah, yeah. What do I get? All yeah, of the that bonuses. Was, yeah, two. two okay. Dice. That, was, that was worth two dice. 33. That was intimidating as fuck, Horace. Um, you, uh, you may have shat your nappy. <laughs> and I just changed. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, is, do I roll anything to like contest that, or does that just like mechanically? What does that do to me? Um, that is well past your mental defense. It'd probably just give him a um, a negative modifier on dice rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can like up to two. I would guess. That, well, that was two solid intimidation rolls so far. One from Gideon, one from Hental, so that would be a negative oh, two. Oh, Gideon didn't pool. roll intimidation. <laughs> Gideon didn't intimidate at all. You did. You did. You, I tried. You did previously, and it was, you know, it was successful enough. So I'm starting to feel a little surrounded here, and, and I'm certainly, uh, I don't know if I'm feeling full, full-on intimidated, because I'm a tough-ass baby. But uh, at a minimum, I can say that I ignored the first insult, uh, but I, I, I can't ignore the second insult that came from Hensall about uh, all the baby comments. And I'd like to turn around and having like, 
recocked the grenade launcher. I'm gonna aim it at Hental. I'm gonna say, "You son of a bitch!" And uh, I, I think maybe he's like turned around at this point. But my attempt was I was gonna try and cornhole with uh, cornhole him with a smoke grenade. <laughs> Um, cause, cause like, I mean, this guy made a lot of super racist comments about, about babydom, uh, and like, I, I really feel like I just, I need to humiliate this guy, so, uh, whatever neg negative penalties I'm gonna take on intimidation, I really, I just wanna make this guy suffer, as it, as, as much as I'm focused on the bounty, I wanna make this guy suffer. For the grenade, you're gonna do, um, and, uh, just, um, an agility, and like, so, and some sort of ranged weapon, you can use pistols. Alright. I'm sorry, actually, I should have asked before I rolled it. Do I take a negative for that intimidation? Uh, yes, two of them. Alright, let me re-roll. shaking in your mech boots. Man, that's a mere seven. Seven's all I can bring to the table. Yeah, so um, the grenade goes off and uh, it flies wide to the right of Hental. And uh, it does go off, so now the hallway uh, is filled with another round of smoke. What color is this smoke? Uh, so the, the second grenade, actually, it doesn't fire any specific color. It's sort of like a weird, like, muddy purplish. And it, but the first thing that pops out is it says gender is a construct, and then it really blows wide. <laughs> All of my smoke grenades are gender reveal party themed. Nice. That is lovely. So, th yeah, th th you've got like a tie-dye hallway going on now. It's a fucking Grateful Dead concert up in here. Right on. <laughs> now we just need some, like, lasers. <laughs> and weed. More weed. Yeah. yeah I'm weed. sure you have some of that, Mr. Prepared. Um, speaking of Mr. Prepared, it is now Zeke's turn. Are, has anybody been injured yet except for Gideon? He's been hit, but not actually injured. Um, Hental has a little bruise on his forehead, but not like... And a pending addiction coming. Yeah. <laughs> pending addiction. Yeah, we'll deal with that. Yeah, he's got like a little knot right there where he hit the the suit. Uh, <laughs> that's me deciding that I really have nothing I can do. You got to have Rin teach you, you can, how to fight. You can get out of the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll just... Step, step to one side and see if Bandicoon, I need to uh, uh, help any innocent bystanders. I can vouch for the fact there that there is one. a spilk splant right nearby that oh. you can hide behind. As yeah. of right now, the only innocent bystanders standers are the uh, 30 people in the room who are cowering in the back corner. Everybody else has run away. Then I'll just hide in the spilk splant. Okay. All right. Are you going to do the uh, walk like an Egyptian pose and I'll, like I'll, try to... I'll try. Yeah. That's uh, agility Stealth. plus... Stealth. Oh, I get one die for being close to Hental. Oh, that's... Yeah, because uh, that is a 13. So you're in the plant and you're doing the pose. No, um, he's one with the plant. He wants to be. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not... It's, he's, he's, he feels like it's working for him, but... Everybody sees him in there. It looks a bit ridiculous, but he's he's committed. Nobody's really paying attention to me, so it no, doesn't matter. No, no one's really paying attention, but it's very hard to hide in a potted spilt plant. Yeah. So, yeah. Best of luck. Um, and 
so uh, Gideon, who so, is now in a big fancy suit. And he's firing at uh, my crew. So what I am going to do, oh boy, um, how close is the other mech to people? Um, the only people that uh, Horace's mech is close to is your crew. All of the other people are all the way on the other side of the, um, like, it's like a panel room, like you would, you know, be in at a con, and they're way in the back of the room. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to charge the mech, and I'm going to to charge and tackle, and just knock them down to the ground and get on top of them. All right, so what kind of skill do you have that can help you with that strength I have piloting. Okay, that's, yes, that is useful. Well, let's see what happens here. All right, you're within 30 feet of me. Oh, yay! That's because I'm slamming into them, yeah. Yavol. All right. And I'm going to go at top speed. Right. 23. All right. So, yeah, you... Um, so, make a uh, make an opposed strength check here. So, we'll do um, also strength and piloting. Uh, as a baby, strength is not one of my strengths. You, you oh, yeah. Use logic. Yeah, that's true. Logic. Oh, I get to use logic. Oh, all right. Um, and driving. Driving. Okay. I was wondering why I didn't have piloting. Uh, that is 29. So 29 to your what? Oh, no. He beat me. Yeah. So you smash into each other. Okay. So we're, we're just doing this locked thing. I haven't knocked him over, but we're like... In a fight for our lives. Behold the power of science! I don't know. I'm hammering on the arm buttons for my mech suit, and it's just like a squeaky, 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 squeaky. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. <laughs> so you are locked in battle. This is the silliest fight to the death I've ever been in. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, it's Rin's turn. You're at the end of the hall. They're at the other end. What do you do? Well, first off, I heard Hintal say some really, really disturbing things. I have killed men for less than that. Yeah, but they were, I'm on your side. No, no. So I'm very, very upset with Hintal. But it looks like Gideon might be in trouble. I don't know. It might be an honor thing. No, it's totally not an honor thing. You can get it at any time. Wait, what was that? Oh, what was that? It was it was it Firefly? It's like no no no. This is a fight between men. We can't interfere. No, please interfere. Oh okay. Well, I mean your comms are linked. It's, it's you can always there. double check. That that's like work. It talk. is. It oh is. Yeah. I'd rather just assume. Um, <laughs> is there any obvious like cabling or wiring with a balloon animal mech? Yes. Um. Let's see. There's been a little bit of um, of, a, of a rumble going on. So do let's have a luck roll. Let's see if anything's exposed at this point. Uh, fourteen. Yeah. Um. There's in the one of the tubes, the tube that Gideon's foot got caught on uh, when he tripped trying to run through uh, the mech's legs. Uh, it seems to have. Um, uh, pulled away from the main structure and you can see some exposed wiring there. What I'm going to do, I'm going to run to the mech and I'm going to try to rip that apart with my hands to disable. 
All right, so yeah, so what, strength and brawling tactics, something of that nature. Brawl. And Hintal's inspiration. I don't think I want to inspire you anymore now that you fucking hate me. Well, you don't or have trying a to intimidate. I do. Mommy's mad at you. I know. You don't know yet that mommy's mad, though. Oh, that's true. You can't see her expression through the macho man glasses. My anger is inspiring me. Um, 20, 30, 39. Oh, yeah. Oh. You, you ripped that shit right off. Kind of like when you, you ripped off the, the safety things on the, on the landing gear. Going yeah. from turkey legs to mech legs. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you basically ripped the back of that, uh, the left leg of the suit right off. So that, that leg is now disabled. Okay. I start cackling loudly. <laughs> I'm high. Don't judge me. I glare. So um, Flossie is going to um, run in closer and um, take another shot. You or me, like Flossie or Hentall, we got to clarify when it comes down to shots. Okay, fine. So she runs up to Hentall, takes the, the flask out of his hand, takes a swig and gives it back to him. Hey, you're inspired. Add a D6 to your... <laughs> I'm a gonna. All right, she's going to use her um, laser pistol and try shooting at this thing since melting his brain didn't seem to work. It's very frustrating. So that's a 25 against that suit. Take a little damage. Uh, so that is 12 damage, which does not get past your soak. So it... Um, the the laser uh, hits the hits the mech suit and um, makes a bit of a squeaky noise and just bounces right off. Yeah, bing, <laughs> and um, we're back to Hentall. Um, I have nothing functional to contribute to this combat. Hentall brings nothing to the table. I can intimidate people. Um, but that's about it. And he seems relatively intimidated. You can make sure the, the, the innocents are unharmed. Yeah, I am going to... Ooh, I have... Uh, I'm not going to hit that at all. Um, I'm going to try to make sure that people in the room stay away from the giant mech battle. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so you're going to... Corral run, them out the back door. Run past yes. the mech suit and go into yeah. the... Yeah, right, while so, talking shit. Okay, you, so you talk shit as you're running past it. You're looking up. Anything to distract him. Yeah. Anything. Um, and you... He's pretty intimidated by you, so he just kind of lets you go past because he feels like you haven't attacked him with anything but words. So he's yeah, not going to... He's like, man. you know, just, just go Are away. Are you sure you don't want to run away, baby? I mean, toddle away. He puts his little baby finger up at you and throws <laughs> you the bird um, as you run by. And uh, you run into the room where all these people are standing at the back and run over to them. Is there a back door I can guide them out of? Um, there's, you know, these are, um, you know, convention rooms. So the, the walls in between can be moved. Sweet. I'm going to open, open one of those up to get them the fuck out of the way. All right. So there's a, you know, mech battle going on. Yeah, so... It's like Zords battling, but worse. Hey, you know, that's a great timing for me, because not only did I run out of beer, but I also have to pee, so... I'll be back. 
for information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more. Please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, world and world partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Jesse, what is Champions of the Earth? Why Champions of the Earth is a live play radio drama hybrid about Power Ranger, Voltron, crazy action. Does it have teen romance? It has teen romance. Hey guys. And um, hey, hang on a sec. And what else does it have? Is there cool abilities? There's cool abilities. There's an original game system that we're playing together uh, and beta hey, testing. Hey guys, I mean, this is kind of important. Can you? Okay, t- call just a second. We're trying to tell people about Champions of the Earth. Okay. It sounds um, really cool. There's uh, there, so it's a cool mix of high school drama, superpowers, and there's combat. Yeah, but right now, there are monsters coming over the horizon. What are we gonna do, guys? We gotta get out of here. Ah! Marcy, save us. Hang on. I got this. Champions of the Earth. Find us wherever podcasts are downloaded. Check us out at championscast.com and go have yourselves an adventure.